Hi and welcome to my podcast Pregnant in Japan, your podcast about pregnancy, birth and the joy of a relaxed motherhood in Japan. My name is Vicky, I'm a German mom living in Tokyo. I'm sharing my positive birth experience to inspire you with yours. Today we have Celia Jux, uh, who's originally from France and lives now since 10 years, since 2011, um, in Tokyo and she's a certified midwife. And she's also the co-founder of a French network group, um, Ipo Ipo, um, who supports parents and parents-to-be. Hello, Celia. Hello. <laughs> um, thanks for your time. And before we start, I like to ask this two unconventional questions also to you. The first mm -hmm. one is, um, because you are from France and uh, you also have been a while in uh, Japan, Do you prefer the beach of Ishigaki or the ones in Deauville in France? Ishigaki. Ishigaki, why so? Uh, because it's warmer. Oh, yeah. Deauville is quite in the north, right? Yeah, for, okay. for France, yeah. Okay. And the other question is quite personal. Um, If, I know you have two, two children already, but if you had another baby girl or another baby boy, what would be a possible name or what would be some names that you really like? Uh, actually, recently, I think uh, my, my kids are now 10 and 6, so my test maybe changed a bit because uh, I found that maybe mixed name or a bit like original or powerful names uh, is nice and so I was thinking of Charlie which can be you know boy or girl oh, for boy and girl good <laughs> yeah oh, Charlie hi. is also I mean it's a bit unconventional in France but it's a more international name I would say but yeah, yeah. nice <laughs> I don't good know idea. why I thought of this name I thought Charlie is a bit, you know, uh, bold for a girl and it's a bit uh, nice also for a boy. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Oh. Like it. <laughs> um, Celia, you are one of the few contacts, I would say, I found here in Tokyo who actually helped to recover um, after birth um, the pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. So I... I was wondering, why is it so hard to find specialists in this area here in Tokyo, um, since it's just such an important topic? Yeah, um, it's an important topic in a, in a lot of countries, but there is actually, in, a, in many countries, we don't talk much about the pelvic floor, and we don't maybe uh, the medicine area is not focusing enough, maybe because it's another female topics and mm -hmm. we are in a lot of uh, patriarchy countries over the world. And maybe also because uh, it's a bit taboo, it's intimate for women to talk about their problems in this area. So they tend to maybe not mention to the doctors and just think, oh, I have kids and now I have a weak pelvic floor. This is just going with the package and I just have to live with that. So, yeah, I think it's a shame, but it's like, you know, periods and all of that um, that we don't talk enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, it's, and, uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. And Japan is uh, not really known as um, 
really a country with uh, a bit uh, it's a bit patriarchal country so maybe mm. also it's the yeah. reason yes and it's such a pity because um by i would say rather simple exercise um you can uh avoid so much discomfort so <laughs> um we want to let uh, everybody know that it's possible to work on this <laughs> um and before we start to dive deeper in this topic can you maybe explain uh what it is ex exactly the pelvic floor and what it does during childbirth or maybe already during pregnancy yeah uh, so pelvic floor which is good with the english uh, name of the pelvic floor it's that it stays in the name so mm -hmm. it's kind of the floor of the pelvic so it's a uh, it's a bunch of muscles that are um, connect in the pelvis area to all the organs up because with the gravity we are we are standing up if there is no muscle uh, basically the organs will go down which is not good and also it's um, the, um, in terms of functionality there is all the sphincters that old you know can we can be continent uh mm. we can hold a fart uh, <laughs> uh, the poo we can hold everything with the pelvic floor and um also there is the muscle around the vagina area which are um, important during intercourse so this is all aspects in the life that mm. uh, are in the pelvic floor of muscles. So it's really important part. Yeah. Mm. Like in France, we call it like the, or maybe in English too, but the diaphragm, we have a diaphragm here on top of the abdominal uh, part and, and the lower di diaphragm is basically the pelvic floor. And mm. we need these two diaphragm to uh, hold all the abdominal organs in 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 the um, abdominal cavities so yeah yeah we um or i actually i didn't think about my pelvic floor at all <laughs> until uh, maybe pregnancy or after pregnancy and uh it's a pity we take it or i took it for granted what the pelvic floor does for us um or for me and um yeah it's uh uh just um, yeah, we shouldn't take it for granted, but also do something for our pelvic floor. <laughs> I think it's also like in education that we we talk about um, muscles in general in you know anatomy class or biology class, you know, but we don't talk much about those muscles. And even for uh, for boy, they are important to 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 know about this muscle because but because it's an intimate part of the mm. body we don't talk about it and we actually a lot of women they learn about the pelvic floor when they get pregnant and after pregnancy but it's something we should know even before when yeah. we start uh being uh, you know developed and being a teen you know even kids should learn how to protect the pelvic floor but we we don't do that yeah eventually it's going to be a, a progress i hope in the education yeah. system and why is it um, so um, important especially after childbirth to um, heal the pelvic floor yes yeah, so yeah, the pelvic, 
Yeah, the pelvic floor during pregnancy with the hormones, uh, it's kind of losing a bit. So it, it can happen that if you already have a, a bit of weak pelvic floor and because of the pregnancy, the weight, you can have a bit of leak during pregnancy, which is an indication that your pelvic floor is a bit weak. Um, but it's, it has to lose a bit, uh, losing a, a bit for the baby to pass through the pelvis. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, the hormones are preparing for the stretch, the big stretch that's happening mm -hmm. during childbirth. And it's a huge <laughs> stretch. So uh, obviously it needs a big uh, of time to heal back. And why it's important to, to, get, um, um, to get your muscle back in shape is because like I said, it's important for many function. So if you have a weak pelvic floor after birth, you can have problems like urine leak, you can have um, even, you know, even um, in the anus area, you can have some leak uh, mm -hmm. and you can have uh, constipation problems, hemorrhoids. You can have also prolapsus, which is means the organs are going down, which can cause uh, pain, discomfort and, and again, incontinence uh, for the bladder if the bladder is going down too much. So it can be and these problems can happen just after birth, but sometimes years after. Really? Just after birth, you don't have any problems, so you think I'm fine, but actually because it's still a bit weak. And then with years going and more and more, you know, pressure on the pelvic floor with uh, the daily life, and then you can have problem after. So, um, Actually, it's also a prevention for, for all your life to work on the pelvic floor after birth. Mm -hmm. And also sometimes you don't have problem with your first pregnancy. After your first pregnancy, you're like, I feel strong. I feel, you know, it's all fine. And then you get pregnant the second time and then you experience, oh, I have leak during pregnancy. I never had that before. And it's because it was a bit weak from the first pregnancy. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I always say to women working on your pelvic floor after birth, it's a gift you give yourself for your life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for later on. Yeah. Is it actually, um, I actually, I have to admit the leaking uh, of pee is the one I heard the most. Um, <laughs> and well, it also affects me. Most That's probably one. My, it's the most common one, okay. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is it kind of, usual or normal that uh, there's a little bit of leaking after childbirth because it's so stretched or yeah it, it can be it can be normal but um especially the first week the first mm. week after birth because of all the pressure the leak at uh, the stretch also if you add um uh, an epidural especially if you have an epidural during childbirth then they would do uh they would put catheter in inside your urine tract mm -hmm. you know to empty yeah. your bladder so this can be disturbing a bit for for the urethral sphincter so then is a big week for but maybe a week or two if it's still after a week or two that means there's there's something we should work on But the first week, if you have leak, that doesn't mean that it will stay like that. It's quite common, yeah. Okay. And um, 
Yeah, I I was just thinking again, like um, since uh, it's such uh, so important, and there are actually in Germany uh, free classes. Um, um, I think 10 or 12 classes you take, especially to fix your pelvic floor after um, birth. And it's every um, pregnant, not pregnant, new, new, newly mom is advised to take this class. Mm -hmm. And um, I think in France it's probably the same. Or in, and why, why is it not like this in Japan? <laughs> So, yeah, in Japan, I heard that there is a midwife that um, actually they give you exercise to do. They give you advice, um, like a paper with exercise that you can do. Um, they never gave me something for me. I, I don't recall. Um, and, and there is maybe classes like a group classes uh, more 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 than uh, before. Um, there is classes and things, and we talk more about the pelvic floor now. But it's still um, something a bit uh, new topic. Uh, the difference is that in France it's not like group classes; um, it's more intimate. Um, in France, uh, when you uh, are sending home after, after your, your, your stay at the hospital, you have um, a prescription for 10 sessions with a midwife or a physio, so private session, and it's all covered by insurance, so free of charge. I mean, maybe you, you pay, but then you, you have, uh, and it's, it's more a uh, one-to-one uh, -one session. And so the physiotherapist or the midwife evaluate your pelvic floor by putting uh, the two fingers, uh, placing two fingers inside the vagina to see how you squeeze, uh, to explain the exercise. So I see that the problem with, uh, with uh, group classes is that you explain the exercise and then the mother has to say, yes, I felt it, but what she felt maybe was not what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And maybe even if she's not feeling anything, she will lie because she feel a bit ashamed in a group class. I'm not feeling everyone is feeling. <laughs> so yeah. there is, it, it, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's great to have those classes, but I don't know, maybe because I'm French and I'm used to the French system, I think it's a bit more, um, um, efficient to work on one-to-one -one. and then also if there is question, intimate question to ask, you can ask rather than in a group class when, it, it, when there is other people. So yes, it's, uh, it's uh, really intimate and I think it's maybe not so weird for French people because uh, also during the pregnancy, the French are maybe the one that are you know, checking the cervix the most, and maybe it's less taboo than in other countries to be touching this area because you are used of that during pregnancy. I don't know. But even with this prescription, some women are not doing the... Okay. The, the, even mm. if it's free, and <laughs> which is a shame, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, talking about these exercises, is there, since we're in Japan and we don't have these exact classes like in France or um, in Germany, what are, um, are there exercises you can do at home when you, um, to recover? 
Yeah, so uh, before doing exercise, what is important is to, uh, again, the prevention is important. So when you just give birth, it's important to uh, understand that you should rest first. Rest and let the pelvic floor recover a bit by itself. And so not putting extra, extra weight on the pelvic floor. For that, the first two weeks, you should be almost all the time in bed or lying down and everyone around is doing the, call, the, the chores for you and you just have to take care of the breastfeeding if you're breastfeeding and, and feeding the baby and bonding with the baby and taking care of yourself. Because you have to realize that just after birth, the, the uterus is still really uh, heavy for the first two weeks especially. It is not like back to the shape of before and is, uh, is on a weak pelvic floor and holding by weak ligament because the ligament that's all the, um, the uterus during pregnancy and during life in general, uh, uterus is not floating in the, in the abdominal, you know, there is a holding point, yeah. it's like a ligament. And because of the pregnancy, they get loose, they get stretched. So it's like, I mean, I, um, there is a doctor that she gave an image that I really like. It's like she's saying, it's like, you know, uh, um, a uterus holding on a loose elastic, like, you know, jumping. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are, if actually you, usually women, if you ask the question, they say, oh yeah, you're right. When I'm standing for too long, there is like a weight on my pelvic floor. And the weight is from the, the uterus that is still huge. So you shouldn't feel this weight. If you mm -hmm. feel the weight, that means you've been too long standing up mm. and, or, or, or even sitting. So the best way is first to rest and uh, then gently start maybe moving more like walking. But if you start walking, uh, in the beginning, it's good to have a belt, you know, the pelvis belt that is really uh, helping your pelvis to to be, um, you know, uh, stable and also uh, help with the weight. And then, you know, gently listen your body, really. If there is weight on your pelvic floor, that means you should lie down for a bit. Uh, and it's also help, um, you know, to not be sitting or standing too much. It's also uh, helping for the stitches to, mm. to heal. So, yeah, stitches, the, tra yeah. the tradition, I mean, tradition culture are like that. Like, you know, there is this one month in a tradition culture. It was always like that. Even in France, Europe, the first month, the mother was almost all the time in bed and everyone was carrying uh, around her. So we should continue this tradition because it's actually a protecting uh, tradition for, for the body of the mother. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I, speaking of that, um, I heard here in Japan many times uh, women are advised to stay at home the first month and not go outside. And yeah, it's it's like a protection. Even in you know Muslim country, there is like this forty days of when they shouldn't you know. Uh, in France, they used to have also this forty uh, days. Um, tradition when after 30 days we would um, have like a little party uh, and it was calling the relevai which means like uh, getting up again mm. so it makes sense you know to first before you know starting to 
you don't have time to really exercise when you're in postpartum. <laughs> uh, we always want to rush back in the, you know, previous way of, but we, we, I mean, we have to be realistic. We just gave birth, so we have to take care of ourselves and recover first, and then we can work on the muscles. Mm. But yeah, first prevention. And First rest. prevention, that's right. It's just so, I thought it was so difficult, especially being a foreigner in, um, a foreigner in, in Japan or wherever you in the world are in a foreigner without a family. And, you know, you don't have like in the Asian countries, um, yeah. ancient yeah. countries, like all the com community that is supporting you and your family. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we have to organize ourselves uh, before. Yeah. <laughs> this is what when I do uh, preparation as midwife, I really talk about this and how to organize and and see what can be the plan and and also talk to the to the husband to really the partner to be sure that he's involved about that because for sure it's tiring to have a baby and even for the father it's tiring but he didn't give birth so his body is a bit more in shape for the mm -hmm. heavy task. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, I put it together um, again uh, shortly in a nutshell. So you said at least the two weeks um, we should not move too much or take really care of us and recover. The other thing I was interested in, the, the exercises you can actually do um, already during pregnancy, right? Yes, so, so you can do, yeah, you, I mean, all your life, <laughs> you can do uh, pelvic floor exercise, actually, but um, it's a great timing to learn if you didn't know before uh, about your pelvic floor, to learn how to exercise, because uh, first, it can be a prevention about the leaking during pregnancy. It's also help you to know how to, uh, you know, how to use your pelvic floor and how to relax it because when you walk on the on the on the pelvic floor exercise you work on how to you know contract the muscle but how to release it and releasing it's important during childbirth mm -hmm. so it's actually a good preparation to be able to be as relaxed as possible during childbirth and if you experience before giving birth then you're more likely to know what to expect to go back in terms of sensation feelings uh, rather than being I, I didn't know how to use my pelvic floor before you know it's really hard to start just after birth when it's even more you know difficult to to use it so that's why it's it, it's important for me to teach during pregnancy where is the pelvic floor how to use it what uh, you can feel etc and so you can try uh, as soon as you want, you know, after birth, it depends of the type of birth you add. If you add uh, many stitches, maybe you wait until you are comfortable because uh, um, using your pelvic floor can make, you know, it can be a bit painful if you add episiotomy or things like that. So sometimes after two weeks, it's fine. Sometimes we have to wait one month to really work on exercise after, after birth, mm. you know, because uh, when you have an episiotomy, especially we cut the muscle, we cut one muscle. So mm. if you contract this muscle, then it's a bit painful. So it's better to be not in pain and wait 
But if you're still in pain after one month, that means you should see someone. Mm. <laughs> we shouldn't be in pain after one month of uh, uh, after birth. You know, yeah. it should be better. So, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. When you say we should see someone in this case, what would be the right person to see? <laughs> so if you're is still it... in pain, you're first a gynecologist. If there is nothing on that it can see, you know, on the scar or, you know, infection or, or things like that, then maybe you can see a, um, an osteopath or chiropractor of, or physio specialized in, 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 in a pelvic floor because that can be inside tensions yeah especially on the muscle because like i said we cut the muscle so that means there is stitches in the muscle and those stitches can make like a little knot and this little knot is painful and and massage also can help but having someone that see the situation gynecologists sometimes are not the best because they are like i don't see anything Mm, yeah, they... so it should be better. Some, you know, investigate more. So it depends of skin. Um, but it's important to see where it's the pain and work on it. So massage can help also. If you oh, but... feel uh, mm. it's really healing well, like there is no problem with the stitches, scar and etc. But you're still a bit in pain. You can massage like you do the massage we do during pregnancy, the, a bit of... Um, Stretching. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you mean the stretching massage of, to prepare uh, for yeah. childbirth, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there, could we, um, could you explain well, like one simple exercise? Um, yes. That, <laughs> Should we do <it> together? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, let's sit with the, with the two feet on, uh, on the floor. Yes. And maybe a bit on the edge of the, on the front of, of the chair, or you can be on the floor, like, you know, cross leg, depends what's better. So what's important is that we will do with the breathing. So the breathing will be that when we inhale, there is no work on the pelvic floor, but we will um, uh, start the exhale by walking on the pelvic floor like we, it's like the image of you know the toothpaste uh, tube mm -hmm. uh, when you exhale uh, it's like when you want to roll mm -hmm. you're not exhaling like just squeezing in the middle with your abdominal muscle but you kind of squeeze from the bottom mm -hmm. like the, so yeah to bring the the air out yeah. and up so you start by squeezing the pelvic floor and then exhaling, squeezing all the muscle up. So to uh, squeeze the pelvic floor, you imagine that you have to hold in the same time, pee and poo. <laughs> At the same time? Yeah, uh, really strong. Yeah, you want to hold everything mm -hmm. and, and bringing up. It's like you want to bring up your pelvic floor. While inhaling. Why exhaling? Yes. Exhaling. Mm -hmm. And but you be careful to not uh, squeeze the buttocks area. So you yeah. shouldn't lift. You shouldn't lift yourself from the from the chair. It should be stable on the same level. So we do it together. So basically, when you when you inhale, you relax. So you inhale. 
Then you start squeezing down and then exhale while holding your pelvic floor up. And then you inhale again and you relax. And then when we try one more time, but next time when we will relax, we will try to do two step, not relax like the pelvic floor, like whoop, but just, I want to relax a bit and then completely to feel the difference between a bit and completely and mm -hmm. not like letting everything going down in once. Like more controlling it, right? Yeah, more <laughs> controlling the relaxing is important too. So first when we, we inhale is relax. Then we start squeezing the pelvic floor and then starting exhaling. Holding the pelvic floor up. And then we relax a bit and completely. And you can feel the difference between a bit and completely. Yes. And why is it so important to do it in, in steps to not really like let it go at once, but to take the time? <laughs> it, it, it's uh, uh, for, for pregnant women, there is two uh, reasons uh, I teach uh, that way is that to make them feel that sometimes we, we think we are relaxed, but we are not completely relaxed mm. and which is important during childbirth. And for um, in a term of, um, of control, uh, it means you have more control if you can relax, not all in once. Yeah. Because often people, they, when they say relax, everything is going down, but because they don't have really a bit enough control. And this is why mm -hmm. it's going down all in once. So, yeah. And now in this exercise, we squeezed, um, we squeezed like the vagina and anus at the same time, right? Yes. But there are also exercises um, where you um, do just one of them, right? Yeah. yeah, but this is more like, I mean, for, for women with, would never experience the pelvic floor, I mean, this is a simple exercise, yeah. but then if they feel enough, I can explain when, you know, we can only, so there is another exercise where when you want to first squeeze around the anus area and like bringing, um, it's like bringing the, the coccyx, so anus area coccyx in the front. And the other exercise would be to do the opposite. But for that, you have to fill yeah. a bit. Yeah. So during pregnancy, sometimes harder to fill your pelvic floor because it's a bit loose mm -hmm. with the pregnancy. So uh, it depends. I, I try to teach and see uh, the reaction. But at least if you know how to do that, it's still a good, a good beginning, you know, yes. to do that still. and trying to do with the, the Excel and trying to feel that it's going up and, 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 and that then it's going down. And, um, and then yes, we walk with, because the pelvic floor is not one muscle. It's a, a lot of muscle working together. So, um, we can walk different area, but that, that's a bit more specific and, and, mm -hmm. and, hard to feel sometimes when I, when I explain that you can actually trying to close your vagina only 
on the left and then only on the right. I see usually the eyes popping up. What she's talking about? <laughs> so maybe they advanced exercise. <laughs> this is advanced. I mean, when you try, sometimes you, you succeed the first time, but usually it's a bit more trying to do that when you never experience. I remember when I learned about that, I was a young student midwife and um, it was during a training and the midwife explained that and it was like, what? And I was on my chair trying to do it. I was like, left and right. Oh yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> but I never, I never did before. So mm -hmm. it was kind of new experience. So yes, yeah. but now I, I master it because I have years of training. So yeah. yeah. So the exercise we just did together is a good starter, right? For yeah, it's a good start. You're... And also um, uh, with, um, but maybe you will put the link of um, another exercise that can be good for the pelvic floor, even if it's not directly the pelvic floor, is the breathing exercise that you can do uh, ex from day one to bring the abdominal uh, muscle together. Mm -hmm. So because actually the pelvic floor is working a bit with the abdominal muscle, especially the core muscle. They are also holding the, the organs, the bladder, the uterus um, up. Mm -hmm. And also they are loose after pregnancy. So we should also work on those muscles. Um, but like crunches are really bad. So never do like abdominal crunches. Uh, there is first, you know, exercise that you can do with the breathing. So when you do the squeezing the pelvic floor, what you can do is to exhale deeply, 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 and always up. And then when you don't have any more, when you exhale and there is no more air left, you can close your mouth, close your nose, nose and trying to still lift up your your um your abdominal organs maybe i can show yes please so sorry <laughs> so you exhale you squeeze your pelvic floor you exhale deeply so it's going it's going in and then closing your mouth and nose And you want to, it's like you want to bring all the organs you have inside Up. Uh, in your rib cage, basically. In a what? In your rib cage, inside what? the rib cage. So you want to bring everything here. Okay. Right. Okay. So this <laughs> is the image you have in your, I want, but not the shoulder up, only here. So yeah. this you can do for the first months. You can do like, like once a day or twice and trying to, to hold uh, as long as you can and then longer and longer. So this is a safe exercise and good. Um, during pregnancy? No, after. Uh, after pregnancy, okay. That, no, so this one you just uh, showed that was after pregnancy, okay. Yeah, just from day one after pregnancy, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's also really connected with uh, the imagination and the mind, right? <laughs> it seems yeah. like. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you talked about the link. So this 
Uh, there's an exercise on YouTube that... Um, yes, I mean, there is a really good doctor, but um, I was looking about um, actually English uh, um, video. I didn't find English video, uh, but I mean, it show on the videos and actually a website I saw you that you can translate in English. And so her name is Dr. Uh, Bernadette de Gasquet. Okay. And she's like the... She's like the boss of the pelvic floor in France. <laughs> she wrote so many books about the pelvic floor. She dedicates all her life about that. She's a gynecologist, a yoga teacher, and she really, um, she, yeah, she really mastered the topic. And so there is a, a lot of videos about a method for afterbirth, what to do, uh, those breathing exercise um, for abdominal and uh, even ad, uh, also abdominal exercise because she wrote a book about how we should stop doing crunches and why and explaining why it's bad for your body and what kind of exercise is safe and good for mm -hmm. uh, you know having a strong and flat belly but not damaging your your pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will put the link in the description and I think even now it's in French, um, you know, with Google, when she has a website, there's usually Google Translate yeah. and also on YouTube videos I saw. Um, and she, she's actually well known in, in, in Japan because oh. there is Institute de Gasquet in Japan. Really? So, because she's well known about the pelvic floor. So she's actually doing some training for midwives here. And there is an institute, uh, the Gasquet in, 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 um, in Japan, in Japan, in Tokyo, Tokyo or probably. close to Tokyo. Um, and they do classes and things. So um, oh, for okay. Japanese, Japanese. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 in Japanese, but <laughs> okay. So you have the choice between Japanese and French. <laughs> no, there's like translate. Okay, thank you yeah. so much for sharing this. <laughs> I will also put the link of the institute in the description. Yeah. I also heard. Um, I don't know if it's a German exercise, but I heard this from a German specialist um, that you uh, imagine. You have a so private the information. Or you imagine you have a tampon inside, mm -hmm. and then you imagine um, somebody wants to pull it out, and then you try to hold it in, like squeezing it. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good image actually, because this is actually what you know we we, we should do. That's why also there is a. You know, the, the device that you can use to walk uh, yourself on pelvic floor exercise is the, uh, the geisha uh, ball. I don't mm -hmm. know if... Yeah. That, and, and that's the same. It's like you put something inside and there is like a, a string and you can see that you're walking while your pelvic floor because it's going up. Mm. Oh, okay so okay yeah so you this... can try you can try also putting your finger and see if when you squeeze something is mm. happening okay um and also a recommendation i think i got uh, from a japanese midwife was it having sex <laughs> is it possible <laughs> Uh, yes, if it's not painful, uh, because sometimes it's painful, so we shouldn't force ourselves to, to be in pain. 
but sex is not only penetration sex. So it can be all around the area. But yes, um, basically having orgasms is, is good for the pelvic floor because it makes it contract by itself. Um, but yes, sex is also great way. Good news <laughs> for all the husbands out there. But it's nice. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, yeah. Maybe not directly and after about, giving birth <laughs> yeah and about sex after giving birth it's up to you you don't have to wait a certain time uh for sure if you have stitches it's better to wait until it's completely healed but and c-section also it's better to wait at least one month because it can be painful um but the thing that we don't talk about is that the muscle are changing and and, and etc but also because of the hormones, we're usually a bit more um, dry in this area after birth. Mm -hmm. So it's good to use uh, lubrification. And uh, you the know, what? Um, uh, by buying a lubricant, a gel that's uh, ah, okay, okay. lubrication. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because um, sometimes there is mothers that are saying, oh, it's a bit painful. We tried, but it's a bit painful. And I usually ask, did you try with that? And they say no. And, and, and usually it's really helping because you can be a bit anxious after birth. So it's mm -hmm. also not helping to be uh, wet enough. And, and also with the hormones, especially if you're breastfeeding, you're a bit more dry. And there is nothing you can, I mean, it's hormonal. So it mm -hmm. will maybe go back normal after breastfeeding, but yeah. there is option. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you cannot have sex. It's just, you know, using yeah. something oh, good information yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's, it's now that you say it it seems so obvious but maybe in the moment you don't think about like yeah. using like this kind of and gel. if you're not used yeah. to use something you mm -hmm. don't think you need but yeah. yeah i mean it's not a shame that yeah. Yeah. a lot of people use you mentioned uh, a little bit before the tear and episotomy um so the recovery of the pelvic floor um is it we should wait a little bit longer when we have a tear or episotomy to is it to start with the recovery of the pelvic floor with the exercises you wait until you you're not in pain basically okay. so you try mm -hmm. Uh, usually after one month, it should be fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. I know you work also with um, osteopath. Um, is there an address you can, um, or how can an osteopath help? And you, uh, do you know somebody, or who's the person you know? <laughs> Would you share that yeah. with us? <laughs> so, um, so yes, uh, because uh, like I say, the pelvic floor is uh, a lot of muscles, so they get um, weak after the birth. But also, if there is uh, an episiotomy or even a tearing, and then the stitches can create tension, or even the birth itself can create tension. And sometimes we cannot contract a muscle because it's kind of pulled uh, back by, by something. And so then you, you, you cannot contract uh, anymore. And so osteopath can work on the tension of the muscle and the pelvis maybe 
Also, the pelvis can be a bit crooked because of the birth and pregnancy, a bit unstable, and because all the muscles are inserted on the, on the pelvis. Obviously, there is relation between the two. So working on that can help, especially if you have pain on one side, uh, it can work on release the tension, and then uh, the work I can do uh, is more efficient. And I can see the difference. I remember one uh, woman, she, I was working on her and I noticed a real big difference between the left and right side. And I say, you know, you're more weak on the right side. And then she saw the osteopath and then she came back the week after and it was way better. Ah. She could contract her muscle way better. It's just because they were like something holding back. So mm -hmm. the... Yeah, which is making sense. All the bodies, you know, it's not parts uh, like separate. We all, it's all, <laughs> it's a whole. Yeah. So sometimes it's not visible, but there is tension. And me, I'm not an osteopath, so I don't always feel where there is tension. So the French osteopath I know and is good with pelvic floor is. Uh, is working on the outside. He's not putting his finger inside, except for some um, work, sometimes he cannot work on outside, but then he, he asks permission and he's only doing if it's, if it's okay with everyone. Mm -hmm. But usually he's working on outside. outside. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you are on, in underwear, but still he's not okay. uh, putting uh, fingers inside you without asking you <laughs> at least. Okay. And it's rare when he has to do that. Um, uh, his name is Johan Rostow. Oh, okay. So he's Somebody in, uh, else already. Yeah. We recommended oh. him. <laughs> Must be a good yeah. address. <laughs> and he's and working with another osteopath, and there is also other osteopaths, a French osteopath. And I know a chiropractor, but he's not specialized in pelvic floor, but he can work on the pelvis uh, in, um, in Azabujuba, and it's a Suto healing center. He's okay. a good chiropractor that speaks English. We'll <laughs> also put the link in. Yeah. A description. Cool. Very cool. Okay, so we got already um, good exercises from you and um, first-hand information from an expert. <laughs> but I still, I mean, you can do all or you should. It would be good if you do all these exercises um, at home. But uh, I still think it's uh, very important to see somebody like you or have it checked by... Um, an expert, right? It's yeah, not, like I, not only doing it on your own, right? <laughs> That's my feeling. It, I mean, it's good to do on your own, but uh, I mean, um, I, I believe that having someone checking that what you do is right, it's always helpful for a lot of things. I mean, when we start doing yoga, even if we do with YouTube video, it's always better to have a yoga teacher seeing what you're doing because you cannot always evaluate yourself mm -hmm. and um, especially if you have uh, leaking urine leak or, or, or you feel weight or you feel pain or you feel or you still constipate after even one month after giving birth and and it's not usual for you or things like that that you feel it's not you're not it's not right it's not like you used to be in this area it's always nice to be checked and see what I can do to help. Mm. You know? And um, 
And it's an education also. All the women that are coming, they're like, it was so interesting to learn about my muscle and how to do it. Uh, it's a bit, for me, I realized that working on a pelvic floor of, of women is like empowerment for women because kind of having control in this area, which is yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. So yeah. me, I... Um, but just to be clear, the French way we do, I do the French way, which means intimate way. So that's mean I put two fingers inside your vagina, not deep, but still there. <laughs> so yeah, if uh, you have to be ready to this kind of intimacy. Yes. And what is a good way to get in touch with you for this kind of session? Email. 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 Is okay. Yeah. So. I usually answer, if it's not the day, the day after, if okay, I forgot okay. to send you email again, mm -hmm. but usually I don't. Okay. And to make it complete, what, uh, what does it cost, a session with you? So the first session, which is the evaluation session, um, which uh, lasts one hour, it's five, um, uh, five thousand. Yeah, and then it's 4,000 each session. And usually I recommend at least three sessions. So okay. one evaluation and then two. So I can explain all the exercise and, and we evaluate together if you need more or, or not after these three mm -hmm. sessions. And it's also okay to bring uh, the baby. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to bring the baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where, where should I go with the baby? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. You can bring the baby. Uh, we, the walk itself on the pelvic floor, it's not lasting really long uh, because we cannot contract the pelvic floor for hours anyway. It, uh, especially in the beginning, it's a bit weak, so it gets tired really quickly. So there is, and, and I have a nice sofa when you can breastfeed, so don't worry to bring your baby. You're, you're more than welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Um, the, um, just uh, about the cost. So in here in Japan, I discovered, okay, either you are um, like an expert country, you or your husband, mm -hmm. and then it's uh, reimbursed. That's what I understand uh, from yeah. the international in insurance. Or if you are under Japanese health insurance, then you have to pay it uh, yourself. But I think there's a, what we did last year, um, you can get um, some of the amount back uh, doing a tax, health tax declaration. So everything that's over 100,000 yen um, will be taken into account, right? That's also your information you got, right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I give invoice for all the sessions. I mean, but I feel it's not... Usually women say, oh, it's not a big cost for what is worth it. So I'm trying to keep, you know, uh, my fees not too much. <laughs> and, uh, I don't do like too many sessions just to have the income. I just do, uh, you What's know, necessary, what yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And anyways, when you pay a childbirth here, you will be easily over, or for sure you will be over the 100,000 yen. So, um, Yes, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. you can turn it in the bills. 
Okay, wonderful. Um, so as I, at the beginning I said, you're a certified midwife, but you are also doing so many other things. Um, can you let us know how you can help parents or moms-to-be or who are already parents? <laughs> yeah, so I'm a, I'm a midwife and a also a lactation consultant. So... Um, that means I'm providing uh, pregnancy support, so uh, birth classes. I used to do group classes, but with the COVID, I do only private, but I will go back to group classes also. So French and English. Um, I can be there uh, doing childbirth if it's allowed. So right now it's not allowed uh, except a um, few places because of the coronavirus. Um, but I used to, you know, assist birth as a, with the title of doula, which is the title I can use here. And then having postpartum visits, breastfeeding support, breastfeeding consultation. Uh, then, you know, pelvic floor, physio. <laughs> uh, uh, kind of physiotherapy, we can call it like that, reeducation of pelvic floor. Um, I do also baby massage classes and I do also massage, uh, Ayurvedic massage for, mm -hmm. not for pregnancy, but after birth. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to wait a bit to be comfortable on a table lying on the, on the belly because of the breast. So mm -hmm. maybe not just after, but maybe one month after. Um, and... And that's it. Yeah, and I, I'm part. I'm part of. Uh, no, that's it for me. Okay. But I'm part of the Ipo. I'm co-founder of the Ipo Ipo um, French Association. Um, so it's a Ipo Ipo means um, little by little. So with Alice Kibekren, which is a, a French psychologist and sophologist. Uh, we co-found this association to help parents little by little to become mm -hmm. parents. Um, so French speaking parents, parents to be. Um, so it's uh, for parents to be and parents with uh, small children from zero to three years old, basically. But sometimes we do also things for a bit older children. But yeah, mm -hmm. so this is uh, to have uh, the French village yeah, the french group. village in tokyo yeah. yes it's <laughs> important to build your village when you're pregnant yes yeah. definitely <laughs> how can you manage oh it's get so much easier to manage it with yeah. your help uh when last year when uh, our daughter was born i know um, uh, your support was mm -hmm. very helpful and also built some great friendships um Thanks to uh, you, thanks to Ipo Ipo, so it made my life so much easier. <laughs> and I had the recovery <laughs> also <Yeah>. with you. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Uh, so, Celia, thank you so much for all the information, for the exercises, for your recommendations. Um, I will put in the, link, um, in the notes the links and... Um, Yeah, thanks a lot for your time. <laughs> Welcome. It was nice. <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. Thank you, Celia. Thank you. Bye. -bye.